Hello, amigos and amigas, and welcome back to another episode of A Toda Madre, the podcast. Today, I am recording from my closet. So the audio like environment might sound really delicious, but this is me literally holding the microphone because I'm sitting crisscross applesauce on the floor and I'm holding the microphone and my computer is like hoisted up on this like little memorabilia box I have. Um, so good times, good times. And if you hear some rustling around, it's because I have my notes here and I have my notes just because in the last episode I talked about how we're going to revamp this thing and we're adding just like some juiciness and we're making this like a real raw personal life journal. And so I'm really trying to keep those things in mind, but this podcast episode is really dedicated to all the moms who got sick, to all the moms who had their entire household get sick, or to all the moms who just have really had a very low-key Christmas. Just because you've had so many other things unexpectedly jump onto your plate. And I just want to start with that is okay. I really want to just drill that home that it is okay that this year isn't a Christmas with all of the bells and whistles. And listen, Sylvia Brands is like Christmas girl and she is Miss Mary fucking holiday, but this Christmas just wasn't that for me. And I, I, and again, for those of you who follow me on IG, I did like maybe last week put, share a couple of stories with a bunch of texts because I literally would have cried on IG stories, but I just shared about how it's okay if you're upset or frustrated or grieving or just any of the things that isn't just holly, jolly, merry, happy, etc. Because just things popped up. Life happened or sickness consumed your household. And that is very much my story personally, that um, me, Drake and the baby all got COVID. And it's crazy because we did such a good job of isolating. We did such a good job of like wearing masks and doing all the things. But literally, it was like a domino effect. It wasn't even one by one. We all just got it literally domino effect. Like I had it and then Drake got it and then the baby had it. We never even had it all together at the same time. And let me tell you, one of the things that made this Christmas season even harder is because Drake is a pilot and Drake on the 18th flew out and is going to be gone at training for 55 days. So I was really hoping that our Christmas and our holiday season was going to be just like so full of like so many like memorable moments and like all of this fun stuff that we had planned. Literally, we had planned. We had so many things planned and little Christmas events to go to. And I'm not lying. We went to maybe half of them. No, you know what? I think we went to like a fourth of them. And that really sucked. That really sucked. One, like the, just like the, the fact that you feel like you wasted your money. One, that obviously just really sucks. But two, 
And it's the bigger piece for me is that I was robbed those days that I was in isolation of being with my family. Especially when Drake is going to be gone. And especially because that's literally Drake's careers. Like he's here half the time. And so again, I really want to speak to the women who are single parents or co-parent or they have a spouse or partner who travels a lot or they work a lot out of town, whatever that situation is where you don't have your people all together all the time. I super validate that. I super get it. And yeah, I just want to say that that piece I just super validate. And it's something that I'm beginning to talk more about and share about. But also, again, regardless of what the working situation for your partner is, is also just the fact that when things come in and kind of rock your world, that it's okay. And another piece about sickness, right? That again, as women and as mothers that we experience a lot and, and even for me culturally, but this is like just a society piece in general. When you get sick, you realize, realize how much of an over overstimulated perfectionist you really are. And you can't really relax because you feel like your worth is dependent on your productivity. And I want to break that down because I literally come from a household. I'm just going to go ahead and say it. Literally my dad who would say things like, ya bañate, just like go take a shower. Anytime we were sick, just go take it. Like he literally thought like you would get better if you just like went and took a shower. Go take a shower. And... um. Even for him personally, my dad will never say he's sick. He'll say things like around it. Like he'll paraphrase it. He'll say, um, no me siento mal, no más no me siento normal. Or, or me siento poquito mal. Like he, he will never come out and say he's sick or that he feels ill or that he's just like, he just straight up doesn't feel good. He will never say those words because to him, sickness means weakness. And so for a lot of us, culturally, we think, oh my gosh, sickness is a sign of weakness. And, and even in a society sense, we think the same thing. It's like, oh, if, if you have to call out, it's looked bad. If you have to use your PTO, oh, you know what? Somebody's going to get the leg up on me at work and I'm not going to stay in that top spot. Um, You can literally frame this in any sense, any way. And we all have some thoughts or some limiting beliefs already around sickness or being sick. And again, another uh, another big one culturally is just that when you're sick, you feel like you're you're wasting so much time because you're not being productive, which again means, oh, if I'm not productive, I've wasted a lot of time and therefore my worthiness goes all the way down. When in reality, it's the time that we're supposed to be saying, 
I need the rest. I need to be able to, you know, heal and nurture and tend to myself because it's necessary. And again, in a society piece, we accrue our sick time. We earn our sick time. And therefore, we have this just like belief again, this belief system around like, oh, I earn a break. I earn to rest. I earn to, again, we, we're always fighting and earning our worth. Or we're always trying to convince ourselves that whatever our excuse is, is enough. We're always trying to excuse ourselves and explain ourselves for doing anything. And in it comes down to even when we're sick. Isn't that wild? Isn't that wild? And, um, oh, another big one too is just like, this is where we learn to say, no, 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 I'm fine. I'm fine. Even when we feel like shit, we, I'm fine ourselves to death. And that's what I call it all the time. I'm like, "Mm, yes, I'm going to, I'm fine myself to death. Because again, being sick is super inconvenient. And so, and here's the big one too, especially for us mothers and like runners of a household and just like women in general. Cause like, let's be honest when a boy gets sick, it's like, oof. And again, I don't want an angry email or like an angry DM, but When a woman gets sick, it's very different than when a man gets sick. Because again, women, we just like power through. And especially when we're mothers, we don't get to just be sick. No, because then usually our kids are sick with us at the same time. So we don't necessarily get to rest. We're just kind of like sick on top of just already running like normal. And so... When we get sick or sickness comes to our home. And again, this was even me. I was doing everything in my power to stay healthy because I was like, oh my God, I don't want us to get sick. But honestly, who am I to be like, no, 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 we're not going to do it. I did it. No, everybody gets sick. Like that's just, that's just normal. And we're coming out of this like freaking panini and all of these aggressive germs and building back our immune systems toda la chingada, literally and then we are, we're like oh my god no no and just and we're trying to avoid it but do I get it is it just like extra things for us to do yes yes because why when our kids get sick nobody's sleeping right everybody's uncomfortable um this year it didn't happen. This part didn't happen to me, but like trying to get medicine or even trying to get like ibuprofen or Tylenol for kids was like impossible. It was so crazy. There was literally none. And I just, with all of that being said, I want to validate the fact that one, your feelings aren't wrong, but two, It's okay that you have all of these like beliefs around being sick. And it's the reason it plays out in your environment the way it does. Because again, we believe all of these things around being sick. 
We already have all of these notions at play. And when I was in isolation and I watched my family leave to illumination and like have a great time and just like, again, do Christmas stuff without me. I started to cry because I was like, I'm missing out on this. And again, I get to validate those feelings for myself. I get to say, yes, this super sucks. And, but at the same time, I'm like, but you know what? It makes me really grateful for all of the other times that I'm really healthy. And at that point, I was really grateful that I could actually be sick and actually rest because Drake was actually home. Because I'm not going to lie. I don't know how many times the baby gets sick or I get sick when Drake is gone. Because, because that's just how life goes. That's just what it do. But I also, in that moment, was like, all of these yucky feelings are super valid. But also... One thing that is in my control is my expectations. And even though at the beginning, before the holiday season started, my expectations were at an all-time high, I ultimately am in control of putting the bar lower. That is one thing that I am in control of. I can bring my expectations way lower and I can say, Christmas this year will just be what it is and we're going to roll with it. No matter which way it pops off, that's just what we're going to do. So that's when I really came to terms with, you know what? It's okay. This Christmas, I'm literally going to just let it happen and it's not going to be with all the bells and whistles. Because again, You can control your expectations. And absolutely, you can sit and complain and be like, this fucking sucks. This is whack. Beep, 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 beep. And I even did a poll yesterday on my IG and it was just very much like, are we all kind of having a low-key Christmas? And it was like skyrocketing. Yes, we're having a Christmas without all of the bells and whistles because there were just very unexpected things that hopped onto our plate that we just had to deal with. But again, don't let something that was out of your control, like sickness, convince you that you be, that because of that, again, something that was completely out of your control, don't let it tell you that you're then now a bad mom. Don't let it tell you that now, well, you're not a good daughter or you're not a good woman or you're not a good wife or you're not a good spouse or you're not a good partner or you're not a good you. No. Life happens. Things, again, the life things are completely out of our control. And again, it's the way that we're going to choose to control what we can, which is our expectations, and bring it down. But don't let the life things tell you and convince you that you're a bad blank. 
So in my situation, I was like, oh my gosh, am I a bad wife and a bad mom just because like our Christmas experience is like way less than I would have thought? No. Because the way I show up and the other things that I can control, my effort is going to show. My effort is absolutely going to show. And I'm going to be completely honest and transparent here. My mom asked me to come to a Christmas party for her and her friends yesterday. Very last minute and just like very on the whim like, hey, and again, when your parents talk to you, it's very much expected to do so. It's not like really I'm asking you. It's just I'm kind of like volunteering you. And I'm in a phase of my life where Charlie is a full-blown toddler. Charlie is a full-blown toddler and I just... There are things and environments where it's like, okay, like I'll come, but like Charlie has to be able to like run around and just like do his thing. I can't come to this party and it's like prim and proper with all of these adults and and, and just like have a grand old time. No, because I'm not going to have a grand old time because then it's going to be me trying to keep my kid like under control, which I'm not saying that Charlie's a wild banshee. No, but you know what I'm talking about? Like kids like to run around kids like to just like be silly kids like to you know what I mean they like to play and so me trying to keep my kid under control at an adult party just and he's the only child no thanks no thank you and was my mom a little bit disappointed and try to like push back a little bit absolutely but I was like, nah, sis, we will see you the 24th. We will have a grand old time. Other children will be there. And then you will see your grandson then. Well, I absolutely still do my part in like helping put on like, you know, the Christmas meal, etc. Yes. But no, no, no. I am not going to do all that. So. With that being said. I controlled my expectation in that sense. And I was like, you know what? This is just not for me. And I said, no, thank you. We will see you the 24th. Again, controlling the expectation of like, okay, yeah, like I'm not going to do that. Um, what I'm trying to think what else. Um, again, I control my expectations. I went ahead and said no to the extra things because there was just too much on my plate but then I openly say yes to the things that I do want to do and my effort is still going to show because you know that's again those were the things that were I did have control over for example um Charlie's presence from us I already had Christmas, so this is kind of like spoiler alert for everybody. (laughs) I already had Christmas because, again, Drake left. So we had Christmas on the 18th. And having, don't get me wrong, Charlie's already had a first Christmas. But watching my kid open gifts for the first time that he's like into it and he's so excited and wants you to open it for him, like right away as soon as he unwraps it, that by itself made my Christmas doing the advent calendar when we did do it because let me tell you we got to like day 12 and then like shit fell apart and poor baby Jesus like walking around aimlessly in the Sahara somewhere like 
don't get me wrong we're gonna like hop back to it but I'm just being honest of like again where my expectations were like what we could do what was in our control but have we been praying every night yeah and have we been like doing a shout out to Jesus absolutely because he's on his way but again I'm not going to beat myself up for the fact that like we missed days on the advent calendar for the fact that we didn't get to go to the train park and ride the train because why Charlie at that point then had COVID. As a matter of fact, we gave those tickets to a friend of ours and she sent me a picture and she's like, oh my gosh, thanks for the tickets. We're having a great time. Yeah, did it feel a little shitty that we didn't go? Yeah, totally. It was a bummer. But then she sent me that photo of like somebody having fun utilizing those tickets. And it was like, oh my God, okay, this kind of replaces that feeling. And so don't let the ways you fell short write this narrative that you're repeating and amplifying to yourself about how you're a bad blank or you're a mediocre blank because no matter what, your effort shows in other ways. Charlie has loved watching every single Christmas light Dancing to Christmas songs. Burrito Sabanero has played God knows how many times in our home. And those are the things that Charlie is going to remember. He is not going to remember the fact that like we missed all of the Christmas things. And I'm not going to let that ruin my shit. And you're so again this whole thing to just tell you that your effort shows and you're doing a good job. Don't let society tell you that, oh, you know, the sickness thing, like, oh, do, 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 don't do it. Or that, like, again, the accruing of time, your, your sick time, you have to earn your rest. You have to earn your sick time. No, it, that, it's not like that in real life. Even though the societal makeup is like really ingrained in all of us. But again, I'm so proud of us because we're starting to learn like, oh shit, this little cookie mold they made for all of us doesn't fit. It's not a one size fits all. And as a matter of fact, it's so interesting because when I was writing this like notes to myself about this podcast episode, one of the things that I did want to say was that I worked once in a, in a clinic setting where, um, one, we had to accrue our sick time. And if you didn't have it, then you just like went without pay, which crazy to be in a life where in America that this still happens, but hello America. Anyways. So if you were sick, one, you had to use your time, but also if you were sick, they guilted you and they shamed you for being sick And then they wouldn't just cancel all of the kids on your schedule. No, they would then take your schedule schedule and hand your schedule as much as they can to other therapists in the clinic. So not only did they make you feel bad for missing a day, but then you went back to work and your coworkers were pissed off at you because they were like, you were sick. I had more work to do. Isn't that fucking crazy? Sorry, I know we like came back to the beginning, but I really wanted to share that. And so again, don't let 
things that are completely out of your control consume you with guilt and shame because no again life happens and these are things that are completely just like out of your control but you know what like one of the things that I really want to walk into 2023 with for a toda madre and for the amigos and amigas in this community is that we're going to learn about guilt shame fear and we're not going to look at those words anymore or those feelings as like oh my gosh like those those things that we like to avoid hell no we're going to learn how to befriend these things and recognize what it's actually triggering for us and what it really means so there you go that's just like a preface of what's to come because it's about to get real juicy up on these podcast episodes but Again, I just want to highlight that not everybody is experiencing this merry, jolly, holly Christmas season, and that's okay. But we're also not going to let that narrative tell us that we're bad or that we need to earn rest or earn the ability to get better. Hell no. Mm-mm-mm. And also, just uh, I want to do like a very small dad diaries I also want to acknowledge the fact that the people who are Grinches, that's also really valid. And the reason I say it like that is because my dad likes to call himself the Grinch. And the reason he likes to call himself the Grinch is because growing up, my dad was really, really poor. And he was raised by my abuela, who was a single mom. And my abuela like would die on the hill of there's clothes on your back and there's food on the table, but there was like, therefore those are priorities and like toys and extras are just not a priority. Food, the necessities, like the clothing that you need to live a life. Those are the things that you need. Toys like ridiculous like completely out of the question and so my dad always grew up being really angry and resentful with Santa Claus and in Spanish it was like Niño Dios um I don't want to get into that concept it's really hard to explain but um my dad grew up really angry and was always really resentful and he was always just like fucking Santa Claus doesn't ever fucking come for me like what the fuck and So my dad has always just like grown up to be like, this holiday is really shitty for a lot of people who don't have it, who don't have the income, who don't have the job, who don't have the resources, who don't have it. And I super validate that. I super validate that because I know that there's someone somewhere listening to this podcast episode and they have that dad. Or they are that person who have like so many like limited beliefs already around Christmas because they were that person who grew up that way. And maybe you're in a space where you have just like reparented yourself, which again, congratulations to you. Or or maybe you're in that space where you are literally in that space where you're currently reparenting yourself and you are able to partake in Christmas and learn to be self-aware and like what is good for you and what feels good for you and what feels safe. 
but I just I wanted to shed some light on that piece too that again the the for the moms and the Christmas that didn't come with the bells and whistles because sickness consumed your house that is valid to the people who are like my dad who and I call it the dad diaries because my dad every single year makes it a point to tell me and my brother that this is a terrible time of year for the people who don't have it and he literally says it to me to me and my brother every single year I just want you to remember that you two have always been so blessed but there I hate Christmas and he always says that I hate Christmas because it brings up so much pain for the people who don't have it. And so with that being said, I think there's just this like space to just validate anyone and any kind of Christmas that anyone is experiencing. And Also, if you're having the best fucking Christmas of your life, that makes me really happy for you too. I don't want you to be like, damn, so let me just shit all over my Christmas and I'm having a great time. If you're having the best Christmas of your life, I love that for you. I love that for you. And that makes me so happy for you. And I wish I could see you in real life and like give you one of those hugging screams where like, I love that for you. That makes me so happy. And everyone deserves to have that kind of Christmas sometime. So shout out to all of the Christmases validating all the feelings. And we're our, all of our effort shows and we're all doing a great job. Really, truly. So like I said that I was going to drop in every episode, um, One of the things that you should be listening to is Christmas music. Just, I just realized that Alicia Keys has a fantastic Christmas album. I just learned that. She has a fantastic Christmas album. I also really like John Legend's Christmas album. But the OG for me is Justin Bieber's Christmas album. It is creme de la creme. Love it. Boys to Men even has their own song on there. It's delicious. And one of the things too that you also should be listening to is I just, and again, I am not a fan of this girl, but the call her daddy podcast episode just dropped with John Mayer. Very good episode. Very, very good episode. And lastly, affirmation. My effort shows and I'm doing a great job. My effort shows and I'm doing a great job. I love that. Boop, boop, boop. I love that for you. So, amigos and amigas, thanks for another podcast episode. Thanks for joining. Thanks for tuning in. Please, please, please do me a solid like and leave a review. Give it five stars. Um, Yeah, let's be kind, you know and share it share this on your ig share that you're listening to it just put somebody on to this podcast put somebody on to sylvia brand and her a toda madre craziness and again just a small plug to 
Make Your Vision a Toda Madre 2023 is on deck, y'all. And again, I have very limited seating. So don't forget to sign up to the Vision Board Workshop if you about that life. Super importante. Perfect Christmas present if you're still on the hunt for Christmas presents. And we out. See you on the next track.